JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Well, just a PSA for the parents, the grandparents out there, anyone that looks after the kiddies as we approach recorder season. What the hell is recorder season? Well, apparently it's a thing that parents are way too familiar with where the kids are told that they have to get the recorders out for music lessons, play the things like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, Hot Crust Buns, which is kind of inconveniently after the Easter school holidays. Do you know what my school used to do? What did you do? For our assembly, they would have three kids get up and play the national anthem on recorder for each each assembly. And all the kids, all the teachers are just groaning listening. I've never felt more passion. I remember recorders being all season long, all year long, not in a season. Have they harnessed a little section? I don't know when exactly it is, but I... Well, cannot know, get over Jules. the amount of parents that I've spoken to just this week alone saying the recorders are coming. Guys, prepare yourself. And apparently it's also an act of revenge. You can buy them in, you know, your standard chains in, in your local stores. Yeah. I heard of one parent, I will not name her, but she said that she decided to give her cousin, who is also a parent, a recorder for their child to play at any time. Oh, you so Christmas catch-ups are going to be very interesting. But oh. even if you play them beautifully... They're not good. There was one time where I was little, little Jules. She was busking for the tsunami in Bali. That's nice. You're doing a little charity. I got together with my friend. We we learned about an hour's worth of recorder songs. So you recorder bus. We stood outside a Woolies, which I think was a safe way back in the day. And we stood there. We got a fair bit of coin for World Vision, but I'm not too sure whether the people were donating because they wanted to give to a good cause or so we could stop for a second and say thank you. (laughs) What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Jules, how much streaming have you been doing lately? Uh, A fair bit. I finished off The Green Mile on Netflix. That That was was one movie. (laughs) That was one movie. Then I took six uh, sessions to finish off. Oh, that didn't work. Yeah, good movie, but isn't it? Yeah, but Netflix is great. Do a fair bit of streaming. Sometimes I do catch-up TV. It's good fun. So for anyone listening, do you know how there's those weird overseas sections like French documentary, <laughs> art weird house. art, artistic things, and you go, who the heck watches that? Me. Jules is the one who keeps <laughs> those alive on Netflix. Um, I actually found something new that I really enjoyed last night on Netflix. Oh, what is it? It is a trivia game. Okay. So a trivia interactive TV show game. Right. How does that work? It's confusing, isn't it? But yeah. do you know Trivial Pursuit, how yep. you answer a bunch of questionnaires yeah, yeah, over yeah. a range of topics? Yeah, so fun. what this thing is called, it's called Trivia Quest. And it seemed like a bit of a kid's thing, but the questions can actually start getting hard. You can play the difficult mode. Oh, there's different, um, different categories. Yeah, right. exactly right. So what you do basically is you press play on episode one. Yep. And you go into it, and it'll start. Um, it'll start this little TV show sort of thing, and it'll have the cool. little trivia guy going, "Oh my god, all my friends have been taken by the Ooh. evil person." It's, oh, there's a bit of a plot to it. Yeah, it's a little bit corny, and you need Cute. to go and save the little the little people. It's really but you good. got sucked in. You wanted to do it. Also, I like to test my knowledge and mm. so then it will go into it'll give you the category it'll say all right today we're focusing on say sport okay. and then it'll go through every other category but they're all linked to sport oh, and cool. so it'll ask you 12 questions and it's interactive so you use your tv remote and yep. you pick multiple choice answers do you get points for them you get points you, oh. get, you get coins and then you use those coins to build a 
key to unlock your friends that have been trapped by the evil guy. <laughs> of course. And so then you go into the next episode and you can actually choose to play harder levels to try and get more keys and right. you play your way through until I hope you eventually get all your friends unlocked and out of yeah, there. Yeah, ideal. So is this, you know, when Netflix cracked down and was like, hey, guys, you can't have people lynching off your profile and yeah. you actually need to pay the full price. Is that what they're spending their money on, creating these games? Yeah, well, if so, I, I enjoyed the game, but... Uh, <laughs> you were on still, board. Still not worth it. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. We're talking about these games that you can play on school holidays that don't require a screen. Whether it be out in the backyard, whether it be in the lounge room, Jules and I had the ideas of uh, of maybe building a fort inside. Um, you played the floor as lava as a yep, kid. Yeah, with a, a friend or a parent, whatever it may be, a brother, mm. sister. We love those activities where, you know, you off your screen, you use your imagination, and they're the best memories I've had. And on 13353, you're taking your calls of the ultimate at-home games without a screen. Dazza's called through. Dazza, do you have any games that don't require a screen for the kids? Oh, no. No. Yeah, they all use screens. All on school holidays. You got to entertain Most the kids. Them are all on, yeah, that's it. Oh, that's Not sad. much. It's that's all sad. they do these days, unfortunately. Well, the, yeah. we, that's why we need to put an end to it, Daz. That's why we need we to need come to up with a list. We need to inspire people. We need to help the kids. Red Red yeah. Rover. Let them go. Tackle footy. Maybe a fight yeah, in the backyard with pillowcases make strapped a there into your hands. A lot, of the, a lot of the kids are too um, sooky these days to get tackled or. Nah, you know? yeah, that's true. Well, we used to play a game where we'd run around the backyard and if the dogs made eye contact with us, we were dead. So we would have to try and get a full lap around the house without the dogs making eye contact with just us. Just run around. Come around the corner, my brother would be down like, oh, no, he's made eye contact with Lizzie. We just run around so with your eyes closed. have to tap him to bring him back to life. No, that's, that's not That's stupid. Bet. We had barbed wire fences, Jules. Oh, you didn't fair. grow up on a farm. It's no, danger I did not. Zone. All right, good we on you, Dad. We used to do it at motorbike nights, mate. You don't, someone gets on the motorbike and you chase around at night time in the paddocks and you used to... Have a bit of a rope and flick them. If you get them, they get back on, you know. So hold on. So, Someone was on a motorbike and they would whip whip people that were trying them. to escape yep. them. Yeah, just a little, like, little bit of rope. And if you get tagged with it, you're out. And the last one caught gets on the motorbike. What did you call the game? <laughs> oh, we just, yeah, just a motorbike night game we used to play. <laughs> motorbike night whipping, whipping game. Goals. <laughs> oh, very good. Thank you, Daz. All right, guys. We'll take another one on one triple three five three. Hello, who have we got there? Michelle from North. Hey, Michelle from North. Have you got a game that doesn't require a screen? Um, it's not actually a game, but um, get them to get outside and you know build their own billy goat car. There. there. Oh, oh yes. I remember. All you need is a couple of bits of wood. Uh, you can get. I remember we get old tires off. Like I think we use Dad's old trolley and things like that. That's fine. Yeah. Or off, um, you know, the old lawnmowers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then all you need is a couple of bits of string and the front's got to swivel and off you go. Yeah, that's it, yeah. It's I think great it fun. opens it up to a lot in terms of, like, build something. Yeah. So oh, you scrap well, stuff and was, build something. Yeah. When I was growing up, we were never, never at... No, inside, you know, we were always out and about somewhere. Like, we used to live on the farm and always something to do. Yeah. You were never bored. I so think maybe... there is a balance because some of the stuff that I did as a kid probably shouldn't have made it to this age. <laughs> so I think that the there's safer cart. ways to do things, but I like the billy cart. The billy cart I did make when I was a kid did fall apart, but did I have fun putting it together? 
The issue is, just be careful where you ride it. There's not many big hills here in Bundaberg, no. but I know mine. <laughs> I try and ride it off a savage cliff. So just, kids, if you build the billy cart, just do it down a gentle slope. Good on you. Thanks for the call. Uh, all right. Bye. Have a good day, guys. There you go. If bye. you have any ultimate at-home games without a screen, feel free to send them through. Bundy's 93.1 Triple M on Facebook. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Jules, we may well not have our Mayor Turtle Jack singing songs as Mayor for, for in the near future. What? That is Mayor Jack singing Sing it, Jack. at the Australia Day ceremony. He loves the song. Our very own Mayor Jack Dempsey has confirmed he will run for Hinkler as a part of the federal election. So what, he's swapping local to federal? Yeah, exactly or right. So, to. Well, he's a former Queensland LNP police minister as well, but wow. uh, of course now he's he's the mayor. But um, he's looking to uh, run as the opposition leader. He's going to run as an independent. Right. So uh, who will have backing him? There's talks maybe Labor could be backing him. I can't confirm so that. So he's going up against Keith Pitt. He's going up against Keith Pitt for Hinkler. Right. Mm. So it might make a bit of an interesting battle. He's come out and said, I just live and breathe this place and I want the best for it. Uh, He said at a reception when he was talking about it, uh, he said, I'll work to encourage emerging industries in tourism, technology, renewables, defense and advanced manufacturing. We need investment in critical infrastructure, including hospital upgrades, irrigation, urban water security for Harvey Bay and flood mitigation for Bundaberg. I will stop the neglect of our beautiful region. Okay, so it's not just going to be focused on Bundaberg. Now it's going to be Harvey Bay. But what does that mean if we don't have a mayor? Well, that's what I started thinking. If he's entering this, this, it'll be a fight too. So he'll have to have a lot of energy. He's got to have a campaign, right? He'll have to do a campaign. So does that mean he steps back from mayor immediately? And does that mean our deputy mayor will step up? Do they step up? I have absolutely Mm -hmm. no idea what the situation is How does it work? I've reached out to council. I've reached out to Mayor Jack. Yeah. like straight, like I've sent as him a message. As soon as you heard, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't heard anything back from him at this point, but what we'll do across the weekend is try and get in contact with the council to go, what does this mean for Bundaberg? Yeah. If he, because if he's going for this, there's a lot of work. Yes. He won't be able to do his he duties do properly both, as mayor. Right? So we, we'll have to know what's going on here in Bundy for yep. our mayor, uh, our local parliament. So interesting stuff ahead. So we'll wait with bated breath and see what happens with the federal election. And a date is expected to be announced soon. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? There was absolute chaos, absolute mayhem at footy training last night. Brothers Bulldogs, you're imploding in the women's team. What's going wrong? I know. We've got a game tomorrow. We've got to get it together. But the girls were all just yelling at each other. They couldn't Jeez. decide on the name of a certain game. And um, one of our players, we call her Tackles. She's uh, the daughter of our coach. Her name is actually Bo. His name is Runs. <laughs> uh, she recommended that we play a certain game, uh, and she called it Sleeping Lions. It's the circle of Sleeping Lions. Sleeping Lions. I never heard of this mean? before. What type of game is this? What well, I was confused. There was a couple of girls around her age that were talking and saying, yeah, Sleeping Lions is the old, greatest game. How old is she? She's 15. Okay, um, so the young, younger so ones. So I'm basically double her age and she's a phenomenal footballer and all the youngins were saying, oh, you know, Sleeping Lions, the game we lie down on the ground and then the lion comes around and sees if you're moving and if you move, you're dead. Oh. And it's a great game that you sort of play in the classroom, maybe for a teacher that wants the class to uh, be quiet yeah, for like, half an hour or like so. Like heads down, thumbs up sort of thing? Yeah, something like that. And okay. I said, uh, don't you mean the game Dead Fish? 
Dead fish. It's dead fish. It's the exact same game. Why are, are people calling about? it Sleeping Lions? All the oldies on the other side of the circle were saying, yeah, we've played dead fish. We've never heard of uh, this Sleeping Lions. It sounds a lot more aggressive, but dead fish is the exact same concept. Don't you agree, JB? I have no idea what the hell you're on about. The what dead fish mean? and the Sleeping Lions. I don't know what you're talking about. Have you never heard of this game before? No, I've never heard of the dead fish or have the you Sleeping Lions. This? this is unbelievable. We had nap time when I was in like kindy. But I just got got me thinking, why on earth are we even suggesting this in the first place? This is not a strategy to win a game playing dead fish. <laughs> that was wild. Let's get down to it. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Jules, she's... She's I'm off the shoey. Oh, I'm passionate. I've seen it way too many times this week. The Married at First Sight, absolute dingo was doing it, well, celebrating the Brisbane Lions, Brisbane Lions uh, women's AFL win. And then there was Daniel Ricciardo getting a shoey. I feel like it's everywhere and I'm sick of it. Why are you so There's upset? a classier way to celebrate wins. Well, like what? what I do don't you want know. Them to do? Like, I don't know, cheers instead. What? You know, oh, having, okay. the, having the drink and cheersing it in front of you together, not getting your shoe off. So there's Dan Ricardo. Say he gets on the podium Formula One this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets Spray up. Spray the champagne when he does When he does a shoey, um, the crowd goes nuts. Instead, Jules would prefer <laughs> him to get up with a nice glass and go, cheers. Sit down. But Doesn't on 13353, does anyone support me? Does anyone hate the shoey? Or do you rate it? Give us a call. Uh, hello. Who have we got there? Kyle. Hello, Kyle. Where do you sit? You rate or hate the shoey? Jules, I've lost a lot of respect for you. Oh, no. A shoey is an Australian culture thing. No, it's not. It is. You've got to watch these city folk, don't you, Kyle? You also got, you also got the uh, UFC fighter, Tua Tavasa, but uh, Bam Bam. Every time he wins a fight, he does a shoey. Yeah, he did a shoey out of some random out of the crowds, and I don't know what they had, had in it, but he squinted. So. See, this is the problem. We don't know what germs are in here. Yeah, but it's Australian culture. You have to do it. Jules, the people you are against you so to. far. Thank you, you can Cole. Hold back. Thank you, Cole. Appreciate the call, mate. Let's go to the next call on 13353. Dazza, do you rate or hate the shoey? Oh, I love it. You don't know. You've done nothing, Jules. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Jules. Is it a tap I on drink me? to drink. Well, I mate, drink to drink. You go hard at it. This is what happens. Why can't you enjoy the beverage another way? Well, you, as intended. Uh, well, it, it's just you just got to get it in your body, mate. Jules, I think yeah. the people are going to start rising up, and Jules, you might have to do a shoey on the show next yeah, week. Yeah, that's um, the way. All right. Well, why don't we take another call? Because good um, on you, Dad. Stuart's calling on one triple three five three. Good morning, Stuart. Good morning, how are you? Good, thank you. We've had an overwhelming response uh, back at Jules. What do you think? Should we rate it, hate look, it? Look, it doesn't bother you. Look, I wouldn't do it personally. And the other thing you got to look at, I'd be more worried about it by using someone else's shoe. Ooh, yuck. That's what I reckon. It'd make you throw up, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, Jules, what do you reckon? Yeah, no. Nah, so he's he's on board the shoey, but he'd prefer not to do it himself. Yeah, not personally. Stuart. All right, Stuart, thank you. We'll take another on one triple three five three. It's been overwhelming. Christy, shoey, rate it or hate it? You know what? It's not a big deal. Oh, oh there you come go. on, Christy. I See, thought you'd have some Jules, sense. Jules is just carrying on on the radio, just, <laughs> just having it's a win. It's no different to doing a winning tribute where, you know, they have to do a nudie run or they have oh, to do something. To There's no difference. But you have to clean the shoe after, Christy. You don't have to worry about anything else. But normally they find a grand final. They get 10 pairs of shoes. They're sweet. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, Christy's on board and hey, I've well and truly if, been overwhelmed. Well, based on that, Jules, mm. 
Do you reckon you'll do a shoey next week? I think you have to. <laughs> if we win yeah. against the Waves Eagles at AFL this week, no, I that, will do a no shoey. No way. You're not going to win against the Eagles. Using, <laughs> never say never. No. Nah, all right. Thank you for the call, Christy. Jules. <laughs> no um, worries. Like, I'll be damned if you don't do a shoey next week. You want to come at it? Then the people have spoken. Oh, gross. What would it take for you to do one? I just told you. A win. You won't win that. If we score a goal. How about if... If we score... I'm playing in the forward line. How about line. if my footy team wins? Okay. We're not the favourites. It's about even between us and the West Panthers. So if you win... If I, my team wins, you I have to do I will do a shoey. All right. We're All shaking right. on it. I'm playing hard. Shaking. Done. Yep, done. Sorted. They're different, but they're ours. <laughs> JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Well, she is larger than life. Australia's favourite showgirl. Would you believe Rhonda Birchmore is here? Hello, Rhonda. For your Glamazonia tour, you are coming to the Moncrief Entertainment this weekend. We cannot wait to see you. And I hear you've, uh, you've experienced a bit of Bundy before. I love Bundy. I have got my, I think, my biggest fan in the world that lives up there, Hayley Martell, if she's listening, um, who goes around putting up posters. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I love Bundy. I love everything about the people up there, the the, the sunshine and uh, that beautiful theatre. So uh, I was there oh, maybe five years ago with an ABBA show and uh, – just made it then because of some extraordinary situation um, with a dust storm. I couldn't get a flight, so I drove from Brisbane to Bundy, which was quite uh, quite the leg, and in a taxi cab. Wow. wow! You came in a cab from Brisbane to Bundy. Yeah, That's dedication. It was about nine hundred bucks. Oh. I got there. Yeah, you made it here. We love your commitment to getting here. And, Rhonda, we've actually uh, kept an eye. We've spoken about you recently on our socials because we noticed oh, yep. we're getting a couple of likes from you on our social media. We wanted to confirm, is that you <laughs> controlling your social media, not someone who's totally. like a rock? Oh, no. It's, there was there are a few drag queens that call themselves Rhonda <laughs> Butchmore or Rhonda <laughs> Bitchmore. But, no, Rhonda Birchmore with the blue tick is actually me, and I have been loving your uh, and liking your stuff because I went there, my friends. Yeah, of course we are. <laughs> my, uh, my dad actually had a bit of a crush on you back in the day, Rhonda, and <gasps> he uh, managed to meet you. I'm, I'll have to send you a photo of uh, him. He was getting nice and cuddly next to you. Oh, well, look, this is great. I mean, I, I still give cuddles. I mean, I'm, and I'm supposed to be probably um, non-cuddly. And no, this was a while ago. It's fine. Oh, no so, social oh, distancing. Yeah. When's his photo from, George? I would say my dad was definitely in his 40s. Oh, maybe so even earlier, 30 yep. years ago? Yep, yep, yep. So 1990-ish? Yeah. Oh, wow. He still talks about it. I wonder what it. I would have been doing maybe, <laughs> I don't know, a show somewhere, um, depending on where he got, because I get around quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it stuck with Ian uh, for a very long time, Jules' dad. But uh, can you tell us about the show, what we can expect? For those that may not be familiar with the show you put on, uh, what well, can they see at the Moncrief? Well, what it is, um, it's called Glamazonia. We are there for one show only, which is at three o'clock on Sunday. Um, I'm bringing a band. I'm bringing very hot, fabulous uh, dancers, all of the age of about 25. And, and, I mean, they have got abs like to die and they get the shirts off. But back to the story, um, I'm celebrating 40 years um, in the business 
uh, everything from you know my early start uh, back in uh, Sydney to London's West End, right through to stories about um, when I was in uh, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, the last woman standing in the actual South African jungle. Yes, Not well done. Being- not this B&B that they go to in Byron Bay these days with um, <laughs> maccas and, 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 and mattresses. I was actually in there with the snakes and the baboons and the lions. So, uh, yeah. Did you come so, face to face with a baboon? Uh, not only face to face, if I can just say one morning I was uh, felt something or tasted something dreadful in my mouth and oh, I looked God. up and it was a baboon that had mm. urinated <laughs> in my mouth. Oh, no. Uh, what a way yeah. to wake up. Oh. It was lovely. I thought, well, that's fresh. And I, Not many and people can say they've woken up to the taste of baboon urine, so at least Ian <laughs> ticked that off the old bucket list. Oh, my gosh. What, what, a, what a time it was. And, uh, and then, of course, I was coming up to Bundy, and then everything was, uh, you know, with border closures. I'm in Melbourne with 17 million, you know, closures, uh, closures and, and finally, though, we're, we're up there. So it's, it's a great show, everything from, um, you know, uh, songs. I was in the, the maybe your dad had seen me there at the, the tail end of uh, Variety, Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. We do songs and uh, right through uh, to, you know, West End shows to a bit of Adele, a bit of Katy Perry. And, uh, of course, uh, you can't do a show like that of Survival without doing I Will Survive, Gain- uh, Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. Well, we cannot wait to see it. Rhonda Birchmore, you will be at the Moncrief this Sunday, the 10th of April. Plenty happening. What a show it's going to be. So make sure you get the tickets at rondabirchmore.com or via the Moncrief. It's been a pleasure. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to have one of those wonderful gins from, what is it, Kalki Moon? Kalki Moon. That's it. Oh, only the best. Oh, oh, only the best. I'm, I'm ready for it. I've oh. got my empty suitcase uh, ready to, to take things We'll home. talk to Rick and the team for you at Kalki Moon, <laughs> and uh, we can't wait to see you here at the Moncrief. We'll send Jules' dad a, a, a photo as well. So 100%. He can be excited. Good on you. Thank you very much, Rhonda Birchmore. <laughs> Much love. Thank you. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Yep, it's that time of the week again. Dad Jokes with Ant-Man. Ant-Man is in the building. He's here to try and make us laugh for our Friday. Good morning, Ant-Man. Hey, guys. The only thing he knows how... The, pro- the problem is people would probably disagree with that. What, <laughs> what else do you do to uh, bring people, big people up during the day? Uh, just my presence, maybe. Oh. <laughs> I don't no. mean to. I don't mean to hurt your feelings. I'm sure you've got lots more to offer. Oh, yeah, but I'm sensitive, um, mate. No one else knows about that. You are nothing but the dad joke man, and yeah, cool. you just need to own it now. If we love what you say, but um, hate it, you get crickets. What do you got? Oh, man, I've got. I'm second guessing this first one. Oh, he's, uh, anyway, he's so having no, coming confidence. No, you got to so, own it. Just be confident. So, why are there pop tarts, but no mum tarts? Uh, why? Because of the pastryarchy. Oh. Uh, See, now yeah. his confidence is well and truly yeah. shot. Okay. All right, here he's he goes. down in the dust. We'll go up. It's we'll only go up. up. So, <laughs> so the pirate, uh, well, I've got this pirate, right? He goes to a doctor. Uh-huh. A pirate? Yeah, and, and, the doc- and he goes to the doctor. He goes, I've got moles on my back. <laughs> and the doctor looks at them and says, I think they're benign. And the pirate says, you better count them again. I think they'd be 10. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated the acting in that too. Yeah, uh, we've we've still got to do it. We've got to film Ant Man. His theatrics are something to behold. Um, Boy George has a pet shop, and uh, I went to it the other day, and there was this lizard. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so there's this lizard that's whizzing around on the hamster wheel, and I said to him, "Have you got a karma chameleon?"
There he goes. <laughs> oh, well, I knew exactly where it was going from Boy George and Pet Shop. <laughs> all right, let's go so one more. My old man used to say, it's all about the journey, not about the destination. Oh, okay. Lovely man, rubbish ambulance driver. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So so you worked your way back to it. Now it's time for the challenger. We urge you, you the people, to send in your dad jokes for us to present to Ant-Man. Who have we got this week, Jules? Today we have Paul. He's sent in dad joke. uh, Ant-Man, as the dad joke Noah, you will know the punchline, hopefully. Hopefully. If not, then I'll learn a new joke. That's it. Win-win. All right, Ant-Man. Bono and The Edge walked into a bar. What did the barman say? Not you two again. Yep. Is that well, done. Well, done. well done. I even knew that one. <laughs> and Paul, we're sending you a little prize to say thank you for sending a dad joke through. Oh, wonderful mate. stuff. If you want to send your dad jokes through, triplem.com.au. Ant-Man, have a wonderful day. You feeling better now that you've done it? Oh, like, of course. You had your confidence down at the start there. Yeah. You, you, it's all good. It's back. It's you've good. got a lot to offer, hey? Just so you know. Oh, thanks, mate. Just <laughs> gets me right in the feels. We'll talk <laughs> after. All right. He's back next week on Triple M. No, he's not. It's Good Friday next week. We'll chat to you Very in a few weeks. Very good Friday. Chat to you in a few weeks' time, yeah. Ant-Man. Enjoy the break. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.